You're listening to the Champion Green Podcast, helping local business to do better business. I'm your host, Sonia Lennon, and in each episode, I talk to leading Irish service providers and business operators for their advice on how SMEs can maximise their commercial potential and leverage the supports available to them. This week, we welcome Jenny Johnston, Champion Green Ambassador. I'm delighted to welcome today Jenny Johnston, spokesperson for Champion Green. So, Champion Green, owner of this podcast, but also such an amazing initiative for local business. You have started a movement. We we want to know, I know we want to know, how did this all begin? Oh, what a what a story and and thank you for that lovely lovely welcome there. I suppose our our visionary really with this whole project was was our founder at Kilkenny Design Marion O'Gorman who had this, you know, I suppose her her backstory has always been about mentoring, supporting small businesses, you know, Irish craft makers and designers and so on. And, and out of that, I think, is where, you know, the Champion Green idea and initiative was born. She saw the opportunity and the need really to, to just get behind and back these businesses. And, you know, she could see many of them were struggling, but they were all having the same issues and that, you know, by coming together, by by supporting one another, by encouraging consumers to get behind them and back their local businesses, that everybody would benefit essentially. So Champion Green is both a community of small Irish businesses and uh, an information initiative for consumers to really encourage them to spend money with local. A hundred percent. Yes, exactly. And that, that that's really, you, you mean, you've got it there in a nutshell. So yeah, Champion I am Green, good. You, you are, you absolutely are. Um, Champion Green really is a, a national support local movement initiative where, you know, I suppose our, we see our job as sort of twofold. On the one hand, it's a very much consumer education, encouraging consumers, as you say, to, to shop local, to buy local, to click local, even if they're shopping online, for example. And on the other hand, then to get behind these small businesses and give them some tools and resources to support them, you know, as they kind of go about running their their businesses. So, as you said, Marion has this sort of passion running through her bones. Um, but what was the what was the tipping point? When did it begin and why? It, I suppose it was just pre-COVID and there was a real surge in activity, in particular online, even just before COVID, as I say, you know, where what, what she, I suppose, recognised was a lot of consumers going shopping with, you know, if we call them the giants, you know, the e-commerce giants. giants, And there was there was a lot of stats around the level of of money leaving the Irish economy. And of course, once it leaves, it's gone forever and it's 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 largely lost to our local economy. And I suppose her her real driving force was to try and change that and to to have an impact and to to really encourage customers to keep that money within within Ireland. And there's something else about it for me as well. It's not just, you know, making that intentional choice to support Ireland. What we're also supporting is a unique offering that is our own. Because otherwise we're just creating a sort of a homogenous consumer culture where everybody you know, has the same things from the same big vendors. And, I, you know, we're better than that we, as a society. We absolutely are. And, you know, we have so many unbelievable stories to tell. There's so many unbelievable, unique brands, 
heritage brands as well that you know without the kind of local support would would be gone by now and I think that's the kind of harsh reality as well with some of this you know it's it's like we've got to support local businesses and use them now if we want them to still be here in, in a few years time I think the other the other really nice piece around Champion Green of course you know I should really say we we couldn't do any of this without the support of our partners so so we do have really strong partners with Visa and Aviva and and a lot of other trade bodies as well who who have really backed this because I suppose everybody recognizes that to support small business to support local business you know we all we all benefit and our, our motif our emblem really with with champion green is is a butterfly and it's all about the butterfly effect and you know from from small actions you know big things can happen and big change can come but yes there's there's so many unbelievable unique as you say gorgeous brands and and we don't want to turn into a, a you know same as all of the other countries in the world you know we are ireland we have so much to offer and so many of our businesses have such skills and yeah, unique service offer. And we really do have a duty to protect those mm-hmm. wonderful creatives who make this happen. So I know Champion Green is more than just, you know, uh, an initiative in broad terms. What is it that you actually do to support these businesses? So on the business side, I suppose what we offer the, uh, the small businesses is a number of resources and tools and, and very practical things. So if if they, for example, if someone's listening here today and they go and look at the Champion Green website, there are social media assets there and we update them quite regularly. So, for example, if it's, uh, I don't know, Mother's Day, we'll have some Mother's Day assets, to, you know, the big kind of key seasonal marketing campaigns throughout the year we'll support and create suite, a suite of assets that they can just click to download and use them and it's it's really a, a marketing campaign you know in a and, click and I, I know that that's one of the biggest challenges for yeah. small businesses they they are having to become publishers in order to connect with their communities through social media and online you know creating those assets and that content is is a challenge it is and it's it's a skill set that many smaller businesses don't have so it's something that we we do have you know within the, within the champion green team so we're able to create that content disseminate disseminate that to the members to the community of of champion green businesses and and they can it's free for them to use and the other thing we do is we have of course our our very much our branded champion green assets which is all around you know support local buy local and the nice kind of stats and metrics around what that means and we also encourage our community to, to download them and use them so you know if it's a coffee shop for example there might be a nice ad on the wall or something that says you know by supporting us you're doing xyz you know you're creating jobs you're sustaining jobs you're sending my kids to dance classes or whatever you know those kind of messages are but you know it's important and the, the assets are there and it's and like i say it's free for all of those members to download so at the risk of putting you on the spot i know that 10 euros spent in an irish business creates a 50 euro value within the community what are the other sort of big hooks to get people involved I suppose the other thing that we do is we do a lot of the consumer education piece. So we we support and we promote these these members and these businesses. We we do a lot of, as I say, PR around, you know, what does this mean for for Joe down the road and his business and what's what's his business about? We help them by by giving them that sort of advertising vehicle, the channel, the PR that comes with that. The other benefit that they that they get, we we run a number of competitions to win a free retail space. So we call it a ready-made retail opportunity. And I suppose the the concept for that really came about because we were seeing a number of our members were e-commerce only. They were pretty small, probably typically, you know, one person operators. 
And it's really challenging for that sort of business to make a move into a physical premises, a physical, whether it's a retail store or a coffee shop or whatever it might be. There's a, there's a lot of cost to that. There's a lot of learnings in that. And so we we saw that as a, as a real challenge that they faced. And that and that's where the competitions came about then. So by partnering with Aviva, the, the property experts, they were able to give us units that we use then to, to basically, you know, open them up to diff- different businesses and say, you know, enter here. And then we chose a number of them to win this space. And talk to me about the type of businesses that, you know, have, have benefited from this. Yeah. So we've had, what are we on now? We're on to our fourth pop-up now. So the very first winners of the the Champion Green pop-up space, which was down um, just coast to Stevens Green in Dublin, the, the unit, uh, the very first winners were Jill and Jill unbelievable uh, design duo. So designers. They are fabulous. Yeah, really, really cool. And I have to say, you know, uh, looking back, I suppose, it really did give them a huge momentum then. They obviously had the retail space in a very prime retail location. And there was a lot of publicity and press and, and interviews and things like that that came with the fact that they won the they won this competition as well. And what was the duration of the shop? They had it for six months. That's extraordinary, isn't it? Can you put a value on that? We we at the time we estimated it was worth about fifty thousand euro. And I think that was before we launched. And I suppose after the event, we we probably recognized that it was much, much higher in terms of advertising and PR value on top of the actual, you know, the premises. It was free rent, free rates and a number of additional supports as well. And what other businesses have have So we've also seen brands like um, Amber Eyewear, who are a BlackRock-based blue light eyeglasses company. So they do glasses. Another fabulous brand. Gorgeous brand. Lovely duo there, Um, Dan and Sarah in that team. They they have blue light glasses. They have sunglasses. Again, they were e-commerce only. So they hadn't yet kind of made the move into physical retail space. So they, they won a unit and that unit was in BlackRock in Dublin. And again, they were there for six months um, and a lot of a lot of really positive results coming out of that for their business. You know, people could touch and feel the product and try things on. You know, of course, that's very different with e-commerce businesses. And, you know, I, I'm so excited by this because this is part of our experience as citizens of this country is that we can interact with people um, and and creating those physical spaces for people to really, I mean, we've been there with, with Len and Courtney. We, we opened a shop as an online first brand and then we went to, to become a physical brand because we could see that people wanted to, to experience the brand in real life. Is there reasons to be hopeful about physical retail? Oh, 100%. I think if anything, you know, what we see sort of at the, you know, the the back end of COVID now kind of coming out of those few years of lockdown and so on is that more and more consumers want to come back into physical stores. They they missed that, you know, the personal connection, the relationship, the experiential element of that. I suppose there was there was a point during COVID when, I don't know, you might remember people were saying, you know, nobody will ever want to go back into a physical store again. Online is where it's at and everyone has gotten used to that. And of course that happened. But absolutely, we see it that there is a real place for, for bricks and mortar retail stores and that, consumers are happy to get back and to to have that lovely you know customer service and and help and like personal shopping experience which you just don't get online 
You don't. So we have Jill and Jill. We have Amber Eyewear. Who else? We had another lovely brand, uh, Lady Sheelan, from a brand called The Kind, which is a sustainable lifestyle store. So stocking multiple different products, all geared towards helping consumers make more conscious choices and choose a sustainable alternative, I suppose, for kind of everyday items. So she was in another location out in Blackrock for six months. Um, and super, super brand, gorgeous products and a lot of other small Irish brands stocked within her offering, which was fantastic to see. That's those. the multiplier exactly, effect right there. Exactly. And at the moment, we've just announced um, the winners of our Limerick pop-up competition. So up until now, we've been pretty much uh, Dublin-centric. So of course, we want to get further and we want to get out and beyond and go all over the country. I'm so, so excited to hear you say that yeah. because, you know, we do need to spread the love. Absolutely. We have a brilliant unit on Rocha Street in Limerick and we have four gorgeous, very small brands going in there and they're going in for six months again. So they're going to be trading, you know, from sort of June-ish, end of June, all the way up through Christmas. So they really get the benefit of that kind of Christmas trading period, which for, for anyone in retail, they will know that is peak That's trading. It ex- exactly. So we're absolutely delighted with that. And then we have another one in Dublin this summer. It's a shorter timeline. It's roughly sort of July until September. That's on Clarendon Street in Dublin. And again, it's multi-brand this time. So the first time we've done that is Limerick. Yeah. I suppose we see a benefit in bringing a number of smaller businesses together with kind of complementary products and and service offerings and so similarly we're going to do that in Clarendon Street in in Dublin now this summer for a period of about three months. And how did the Limerick uh, pop-up come about? Well you know so interesting we actually had uh, someone from Limerick a a local landlord reach out to us because they had this property unit sitting vacant and like what an unbelievable generous offering you know from this local, local landlord she actually is also a retail owner in a separate unit. So she runs a business and she owns this property. Anne Cloggan is her name. So thanks to Anne. But well she, done, Anne. Well done, <laughs> Anne, yeah. Um, but she reached out, you know, she has this unit vacant. She could see that, you know, it was, uh, you know, it wasn't having a positive impact on the rest of the area. And there was nobody really kind of coming forward to to rent the unit. So she reached out and said, hey, is there an opportunity here for, for us to work together to offer this unit out for Champion Green competition winners to, to have it and she, and you know she very generously was willing to to give that unit for free for six months so it's it's amazing I mean what a gorgeous way of using it what a brilliant way to kind of create some vibrancy on that main shopping area and it's really interesting isn't it because once that unit becomes full with this kind of thriving new talent you're, it's back to the butterfly effect again. It's creating a sort of a bonus effect to the street, bringing more people back in, helping other businesses that are surrounding that pop up. Is is this initiative on the move in terms of growth? Are, are we going to see more and more of this kind of thing happening? Yes, and absolutely. That's our that's our aim with Champion Green. You know, as I mentioned at the outset, Marion O'Gorman so passionate about this, such an unbelievable kind of person to have at the helm of this of, of this program. And it, it is all about that butterfly effect and how can we as Champion Green do more of the same and, you know, bring it to the next level. You know, we have a number of key kind of milestones throughout the year that we see as as critical for our future success. And some of those are related to the pop-ups and, you know, how many entries we entries we get and what's the general sentiment amongst consumers. You know, we saw huge, huge positive sentiment sentiment, sorry, 
around COVID, for example, and supporting local and shopping local. And we did see a dip in that last year. You know, when everything reopened, it's almost like some people, not everybody, but some people kind of forgot. And, you know, we all got maybe sidetracked by the the bedazzling of international giants and so on. But more and more, it is coming back and people are back and it's great. But for us, I suppose, the big milestones are things like Black Friday. So we have a campaign at Champion Green. We say, let's turn Black Friday green. And let's really encourage consumers to support local, to buy local. It's not a sustainability initiative. It's not a because it's Green Friday. It's more about just think local, shop local, click local. If Keep you're the money online. on the sod. Absolutely. <laughs> and so that is really wrapped into the overall vision for Champion Green, isn't it? It is. Our ultimate aim is to reduce the level of spend that leaves the country around key shopping periods in particular, you know, timelines like Black Friday and the Christmas trading period. We need to ask the question, if there is a business listening who feels that they could benefit from one of these amazing pop-up shops, what do they need to do? So just simply log on to championgreen.ie and submit an application form to enter. It's very simple. It's probably eight questions or so. And then somebody from the Champion Green team will be in touch and we'll we'll talk about the business and we'll learn a bit more about it. And, you know, if if you're shortlisted, then we will we will obviously contact you about that. There is a judging panel who support this also. So we have an amazing, incredible team of talent. So, for example, representatives from local chambers of commerce, from the SFA, from Retail Excellence Ireland. Marion sits on the board and, and a few other people also to, to really kind of, I suppose, talk to the business owners about what their vision is, you know, how they can staff a pop up, for example, like that, that can prove challenging at times. So we like to understand things like that. And then I suppose the judges score the candidates and, and it's a very competitive process, but anyone can win, you know, and it's all about just really giving them the chance to try it and test the the physical retail model. Is there an opportunity for private property owners to approach Champion Green to fill those units? A hundred percent. And that is really where we wanted to go. You know, as I mentioned, we've had a few pop-ups in Dublin now. We've got our first one in Limerick. We absolutely have a vision where we see this, you know, rolling out across local towns and communities all over the country. You know, it's in everybody's interest to keep our local villages vibrant and and busy and to create some kind of talking points and some some opportunities for new businesses to to test the water and i suppose for the local landlords if any of them are listening like Anne in limerick the, i mean the ultimate goal is to get a to get winners for example who would go in for 6 months free of charge but in in theory you know we want them to stay on we want to sustain those businesses and help them grow so they're able to take on a lease whether it's one business or or multi brands in the one unit you know even better and also you know with with uh legislation coming in around taxation of vacant premises and also the broken window effect where if you can create a magnet into these communities all boats rise. Absolutely. And it's back to the butterfly effect again, isn't it? You know, everyone wins and everyone benefits and no, nobody more so than us as society. You know, when we have vibrant communities and economies, I mean, it's such a nicer place to live and do business in and to, to work in. So, you know, everybody really benefits from that. And for anyone hopeful listening out there, what have you seen coming through as the markers of success with these businesses? Like what are what are the sort of the, the consistent factors that lead to sort of a winning mindset? 
I think sometimes just having some trading history, you know, a, a lot of the times we get people entering and they, for example, maybe haven't even started selling yet. And, and of course, that's really hard. And um, But for those who have some trading history, who've got kind of growth, even very small growth, that's typically the, the people who have gone on to win or to, to win the, the space in the pop ups. Things like, I mean, it sounds very obvious, but just having customers, knowing what their customers want, having a kind of proof of concept that the business is viable, essentially, and that if they move from e-com into physical retail, they can sustain that, they can staff it, they can market it, uh, and all of those very, very obvious things, really. There are so many reasons to be hopeful about Irish business, about the wonderful creativity that's happening. Um it's also so, you know, wonderful to hear that physical retail is 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 so important still in, in our society, because I think, you know, all the research will tell us that sociability and being part of a connected community is what gives us life. It's it's yeah. we need it as people. And I think, you know, we talk about business all the time, but business is people. It 100 percent is. It's people. It's the relationships. It's that interactive that, you, you know, that, that interactive nature of just doing business with different people. And yes, it's social. You know, we we want that warm like we're so good at that in Ireland at doing that sort of very warm, but organic, authentic, natural relationship kind of interaction. And that's what customers want and that's what they want from these other these small businesses from any business really and and we love seeing that and especially when i when i start looking at these kind of pop-ups that we run and the different businesses coming in and how enthusiastic they are and just how likable then they are when they're engaging with their customers and listening to their customers you know what what are their customers needs what can we tweak with the product offering like that's gold you know it's so brilliant to get that cons- consumer insight directly from your customer so you can't put a value on that you know and it really does help them drive on with their business then and and like that tweak their service offering so we're going to put all the businesses that have been mentioned all the wonderful creatives that have been mentioned in the show notes and we're also going to put a link to champion green so that if you are listening and you are a potential winner that you can go on and see what you need to do to apply and also i think it's really important to finish this conversation by saying to people who are consumers before you put your hand in your pocket before you get the phone or the wallet out think to yourself is this going to help to make Ireland a more thriving, not only economy, but society? Jenny, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much. This podcast is brought to you by Champion Green, the promotional campaign in support of small business and the local economy. It's backed by Kilkenny Design and Visa in association with Aviva, Retail Excellence, Small Firms Association and Chambers of Commerce Ireland. Ireland.